from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, August 31st, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. Some of Ohio's political maps are going back to the drawing board. Here's how it ends Clay Gordon. The Ohio Redistricting Commission reconvenes on September 13th to redraw maps that were determined to be unconstitutional. A federal court ordered Ohio's 2022 legislative elections to proceed on a one-time basis under maps the Supreme Court found were gerrymandered in favor of Republicans. The existing Ohio House and Senate maps resulted in even larger GOP supermajorities being elected to both legislative bodies. I'm Clay Gordon. It's a busy day at the nation's airports as Labor Day approaches, and that getaway may be cheaper than the recent past. Kevin Landers reports from Columbus. Prices this year are actually down. From July of this year, 9% and 19% from last July, according to the government's Consumer Price Index. The Federal Aviation Administration predicts that this will be the third busiest holiday weekend of the year so far, behind Juneteenth and President's Day. Today is expected to be the peak travel day, with more than 52,000 U.S. flights. That includes airlines, the military, and some private flights. From John Glenn International, Kevin Landers. Today is International Overdose Awareness Day. Ohio ranks fifth in the number of overdose deaths in the U.S. In 2021, there were just under 5,400 in Ohio. 80% of them were from fentanyl. The only states with more overdose deaths are California, Florida, New York, and Pennsylvania. Red Cross members from all over are helping hurricane victims in Florida. Bree Buckley reports. As Hurricane Adalia ripped through Florida, Red Cross crews from Northeast Ohio made their way down to help with relief efforts. What I do is I'm on the feeding team and we'll be uh, feeding the, uh, the residents in need. Al Irwin has been a disaster responder for the last six years. We loaded uh, shelf-stable uh, meals and I have 144 packages of 10-day meals. People are in need. They have no idea what their next step is. They've gone through a disaster. Some have lost their home. Some have lost everything that they have. It's just very rewarding to be able to help them, to see the smiles on their face, to say thank you. It's a very good feeling. He's one of over 500 deployed with the Red Cross, ready to help displaced residents, bringing in shelter supplies to support 20,000 people with a total of 100,000 ready-to-eat meals in Cleveland. Bree Buckley. Ohioans are not just providing help for those going through the hurricane. Laura Queso explains. 13 firefighters are on their way to Louisiana right now as fire crews there continue to battle hundreds of wildfires. The group is made up of five Akron firefighters, along with four from Cuyahoga Falls Fire and four from Green Fire. They will be there for two weeks. I'm Laura Queso. Mushroom poisonings are up significantly in northeast Ohio and happening unusually early in the year. Monica Robbins has that story. Dr. Pierre Golem saw 29 northeast Ohio patients die from poison mushrooms since 2009. And while he sees about five patients a year, already eight ended up in the ICU since the beginning of this month. I thought this never happened before the beginning of October, and I've never seen a case past October 25. Symptoms of nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea are common after 8 to 12 hours. Then liver failure sets in. Fast treatment, critical for survival. UH is experienced and knows how to access the antidote, a non-FDA-approved drug called Silibin, but it isn't easy to get. Now, freezing or cooking does not deactivate the poison in these mushrooms. They're also deadly to dogs, so if you have them in your yard, 
Mow them over, but do not touch them without gloves. Always wash your hands afterward and play it safe and just get your mushrooms from the grocery store. I'm Monica Robbins. Bill Hickman is a beekeeper in Portage County. He picked mushrooms in his yard and thought he had identified them as being safe through online researching. Basically, it's about an 80, 80% death rate if you eat one, and I ate four. It was probably a good six months before I started feeling like I was getting some strength back. They turned out to be what are called death cap mushrooms. A 19-year-old is accused of bringing a gun to the parking lot of a high school football game in Toledo last week. Melissa Andrews has more. Amante Thompson Riccardi is charged with illegal possession of deadly weapons on school premises. According to police, officers saw two armed men walking toward the Woodward High School parking lot. Police went after them and caught one man immediately. Thompson Riccardi was arrested a short time later in the parking lot with the gun in his backpack. A judge said his bond at $20,000. He's due back in court next week. I'm Melissa Andrews. In Columbus, the Franklin County Prosecutor's Office handed down two indictments involving what they say was the theft of nearly $9 million in pandemic unemployment assistance funds. Tracy Townsend reports. A total of eight people are facing dozens of charges. Some of those include tampering with records and money laundering. In the first case, a woman at the Ohio Department of Job and Family Services was fired. But court documents say she still had her work computer. She's accused of logging into the system and altering multiple claims. Investigators say it was part of a scheme that defrauded the Ohio unemployment system millions of dollars. Both of these cases happened between May of 2020 and October of 2021. I'm Tracy Townsend. The Joe Burrow Foundation announced today that it's awarding just under $600,000 to 21 organizations in Ohio and Louisiana that work to overcome food insecurity and childhood mental health issues. The Bengals quarterback from Athens County first put an emphasis on hunger and poverty when he accepted the Heisman Trophy during his championship season at LSU. And speaking of Joe Burrow, Bengals fans are breathing a sigh of relief. Joe Burrow making his return to the practice field for the first time since being carted off July 27th. It's been about five weeks since we've seen Burrow practice with his teammates. Original timeline was in the four to six week range. So now that Burrow is back out there, it's looking very likely he'll be good to go on September 10th when the Bengals open the season against the Cleveland Browns. I'm Dave Holmes. Burrow had a strained calf muscle. Special thanks to our television affiliates, WTOL in Toledo, WKYC in Cleveland, and WBNS in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.